Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome to this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. I'm your host, Rebecca Cressman, and today we're going to talk about something that's going to impact your life either right now or in the future or impact your family's life, and that is Medicare, Medicare insurance, and enrollment. So we went to the expert, Chuck Moore, owns Intermountain Senior Solutions. And Chuck, thank you so much for being a part of Utah Weekly Forum. Well, thanks for having me. All right. First of all, Medicare. At what point do we need to understand um, when we qualify for Medicare and what we should know about it? So for those of us, let's say, in our 40s and 50s, what do we need to know about Medicare? Well, when you're in your 40s and 50s, it's not that you need to know for yourself generally. You need to know for your parents. Uh, uh, Medicare is for individuals that are 65 and above or individuals that are on SSDI disability, or individuals that have end-stage renal disease, which is kidney failure, and they're actually receiving dialysis. So uh, when you're 40 or 50, your insurance, you've got your health insurance through your employer or through the marketplace or whatever. So Medicare may not come into play for you personally, but your parents, extremely important. Well, and then since it's for individuals that are 65 or older, is it the year that they're turning 65? That is there a certain place that they need to log on to, to get ready for this? Or what are the steps to be qualified for Medicare? Well, that's a great question. Um, when you are turning 65, you have what's called an initial enrollment period, and that runs three months prior to the month that you turn 65. So if somebody turns 65 in July, they have April, May, and June in order to get their Medicare started. If they are receiving Social Security already, so if they've taken Social Security when they were 62 because they retired or whatever, um, then they're going to have their, me- their Medicare Part B and Part A automatically start. Uh, If they are not receiving Social Security, they have to actually enroll in in Medicare in order to have it start for them. Oh, that's interesting. So if we decide to write, and and I guess depending on when we were born, it's easier to start collecting Social Security at the age of 62. Isn't that right? Like the old, the younger we are, we may not be able Uh, to, to get Social Security till we're maybe 66 or 67. Is that right, Chuck? Well, yeah, you can actually start your Social Security at 62, but there are a lot of restrictions on other income that you can make. Uh, you have penalties if you make too much money. Okay. And 
and you take Social Security early. So you want to be careful and you want to make sure that you speak with your financial advisor before you make that decision to start Social Security at 62 versus waiting until you're 66 or 66 in two months or 67 for some of us that are in our 50s. Um, um, so we can receive our full Social Security without penalties. But if we do start our full Social Security at the age of 62, we will automatically be enrolled for Medicare A and B. Is that right? That's correct. That is correct. And if you don't, then you do have to go online or have an appointment with the Social Security office to get your Medicare started. And I actually help people get their Medicare started all the time, um, we I help them create a My SSA page so that they can uh, log in and monitor their Social Security benefits that they can re- be, will be receiving, and be able to start Medicare Part B uh, at the time that they need it. And even as you say, Medicare Part A and Medicare Part B, I'm embarrassed to say I can't remember the difference between the two. What is the difference between Medicare A and B, and who qualifies for both or or one or the other? Okay, Uh, another great question. Medicare Part A is your hospital insurance, all right? Now, while you've been working, you're having 1.45% come out of your paycheck, and it goes to Medicare. Well, that is, generally speaking, your Medicare Part A um, premium. And so the whole time you're working, whatever earned income you have, 1.45% is going in to pay for the Medicare Part A premium. And that continues as long as you work. As long as you have earned income, you're going to pay 1.45%. And there's no limit. So there are limits on how much Social Security tax will be withheld. But Medicare premium is There's no limit. You just keep paying that. And as long as you have worked at least 40 quarters and have enough credits, 10 years worth of employment history where you have paid in to the Part A premium, the 1.45%, your employer matches that 1.45%, then you're going to qualify for Part A when you turn 65, and you don't pay a penny for that at that time. How do we know whether or not we have qualified? I mean, some of us can go, hey, I've been working since I was 16 or, you know, et cetera. It's it's not going to be a question. But where do we get that information? You've mentioned financial advisors. You mentioned that you help seniors and you're with Intermountain Senior Solutions. But how does someone identify whether or not I'm going to be 100 percent covered uh, for Medicare A? Okay. The easiest way to do that is just create a My Social Security account. And at my SSA, and you go to ssa.gov and say log in or sign in, and you create an account for yourself. And from there, you can get your earning statements. You can see how much money you've earned and had Social Security withheld from, um, and how mo- what your Social Security benefit will be. Plus, you're going to see if you qualify for Medicare Part A. When you, when you turn 65. And that is myssa.org? Nope.gov. .gov. <laughs> Thank you for the clarification. Myssa.gov. And every American citizen can uh, create an account, myssa.gov. Yep. And then track that. And it's important to do. Absolutely. It's an important thing to do. And you create your username, you create a password. 
keep track of it, to keep it confidential, because you don't want other people getting this information. Um, but you need to be able to go on. And, and I am amazed at how few people have actually done this, created this account, so they have an idea what their Social Security benefit is going to be when they get to that point in life. And uh, it's a good idea to know it so that you can plan for your retirement just for that. I mean, completely separate from Medicare and your health care needs. If you can know that if I start Social Security at 62, I can have my uh, employer do a retiree benefit and I can keep my insurance until I turn 65, you know, and you can plan your retirement and enjoy your retirement rather than just work until you die. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> well, and there's a lot of anxiety as, as the economy kind of is tumultuous. And if you've lived a long time, you know, those who are in their 60s, you've seen good days and you've seen bad days um, on Wall Street. So, you know, things do go up and down. So having that idea that, okay, I am promised this amount uh, at this certain time in my life, that is true security. And that's my SSA.gov. I so appreciate that. For those who have just joined us, this is Chuck Moore. He's the owner of Intermountain Senior Solutions. You mentioned that if you're turning 60, and you are not already receiving uh, Social Security benefits, uh, within three months or so of your birthday, you uh, enroll for Medicare um, A and or B. Am I getting that right? That is correct. Okay, um, but we're in Medi- an enrollment. Medicare Go Part ahead. A should happen automatically. Okay. okay? Um, when you turn 65, that's a benefit you get. Now, Medicare Part B, not so much, and you do have to actually enroll in that in order to get that. So what is Medicare B? Since Medicare A, you indicated, seems to cover hospitalizations and hospital care. Yes. Hospitalizations, skilled nursing facilities, and hospice. Okay. okay. So it's basically you're sleeping, okay? <laughs> <laughs> if you sleep overnight, it's covered by Medicare Part A. Part B is your medical insurance, your doctor's office visits, your outpatient care, um, durable medical equipment. A lot of individuals have things like CPAP machines, oxygen. That's all covered by your Part B, okay? And that one you do have to enroll in, and there is a monthly premium. For most people, that monthly premium is $144.60 a month. And that is regardless of whether we're retired or – or pardon me, let me correct, Chuck. We would only be paying that premium if we are over 65 and applying for Medicare B? That's correct. You only pay the, the Part B premium if you're receiving Part B benefits. However, let's just take a hypothetical situation and say an individual turns 65 and says – you know, I'm healthy, and I don't want to pay $145 for Part B. I got Part A. If I have to go in the hospital, I will be covered. I know I will have a deductible, but I can tolerate that. I don't want to pay $145 a month. So they decide to delay their Part B. They, If they do not have other creditable coverage through their employer, okay, So we're not talking about marketplace plans. We're not talking about a retiree plan. We're not talking about VA benefits. We're talking about employer-based health care coverage. If you don't have that, 
then you will pay a late enrollment penalty when you enroll in Part B later on. Mm-hmm. And that late enrollment penalty never goes away. Oh. So it will increase your premium by 10% per year for each year you did not take the, get the, the benefits when you should have. All right, Chuck. So, when we're older and we're more vulnerable, that's the least, uh, that's the time that, when we don't want to be paying additional penalties. So how do we avoid that? Well, you avoid that by, A, enroll in Part B when you're turning 65, okay? Or, B, have employer group health coverage. And this can be through an ind- the individual or through their spouse. Okay. All right. So, I, you know, if husband is still working, and sometimes uh, one spouse is still working because they're carrying the insurance for the other spouse. Yes. Because they're not 65 yet. And I've got a number of cases where that is the situation. Husband is two years older than his wife. He continues to work just because he's carrying insurance mm-hmm. for and, his wife. And we have and a, she's turning. Sure, yeah. I was going to say she's. I've got the the, uh, the 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 flip side in my neighborhood where she's six years older than her husband. And so she's, Absolutely. even though she could retire, she's choosing not to so that she can continue to make sure he has the insurance he needs until he's old Absolutely. enough to retire. What Tell me about the enrollment period. People are hearing a lot right now. And for those who are employed, you, you may be hearing from your employer that it's time, you know, open enrollment time for their own private insurances that are being provided through their employer. What is going on with open enrollment right now for Medicare, and what are the dates, and what do we need to know about this open enrollment period for Medicare insurance? Well, that's a great question, too. The annual enrollment period is what it's called, and it's or we call it AEP, and you'll see AEP, annual enrollment period or open enrollment, uh, from October 15th through December 7th every year. So individuals that are on Medicare, I've done community meetings, seminars, and I've got a room full of people, and I will tell them this is the period of time that you take the wheelbarrow out to the mailbox because you're just getting bombarded with mail from all the different insurance companies saying, you need to check out our Medicare insurance plan. And then generally you take that wheelbarrow right over to the garbage can and you throw it away. Okay, Um, (laughs) because when you're when you're in that age category, there are mailing lists that specifically target individuals between 65 and 75 years of age, and they will get bombarded with mail. Um, And that's, you know, because there's a lot of benefits and it's important that individuals actually review their medical plans, okay? We've covered Medicare Part A and Medicare Part B. Um, We haven't even talked about Medicare Part D, which is prescription drugs. We haven't talked about Medicare Part C, which is Medicare Advantage. Um, There's a lot of choices people have when it comes to their Medicare insurance, and they need to ensure that they are covered for the coming year because these plans change every single year. You actually had me lose my uh, my breath for just a minute. Medicare C and Medicare D, and we do know that as we get older, we see greater prescription um, use 
because uh, the body is worn out and it's it's already mm-hmm. been you know battling and and we, we've been able to uh, medically extend the lives of everyone that we love uh, so much more but in so doing the cost and prescriptions are up as well so it's very important so from what i'm hearing from you chuck Private companies are mailing those who are in the 65 or approaching that 65 to 75 with all kinds of invitations to say, hey, take a look at what we have for you that could cover Medicare C and D, et cetera. And you're saying, hey, put all of that aside. How does someone make the best choice as to where to get Medicare insurance uh, for, to cover C and D? Well, that's, that is very important. Now, the number one thing I would tell anybody, you need a local advisor. You need a trusted advisor, somebody that you can call on the phone, speak with that person. Okay? There's a lot of, if you turn on the television, um, my one of the things I say is friends don't let friends call Joe Namath to buy their Medicare insurance. Joe Namath sold, football, or sold pantyhose and played football. He's not a Medicare insurance agent. He, I was trying to think, did he Joe sell Namath? men's underwear, but it was pantyhose. Right, okay. It was pantyhose, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but he, you know what, you need somebody that you can call up. You're not going to call Joe Namath. If you call that 800 number, you're never going to get the same person twice. You're going to get somebody that sits on a phone, answers questions, puts information in a computer, and it spits out and says, here's what you need. Well, they really don't know the details of what you need. And that's where a trusted advisor will, that's a licensed insurance agent in your state. And I am actually licensed in eight different states right now. And I help people in all these different states, but they call me directly when they have a question. Well, and, 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 and I'm I, the one that can help them. I was going to say, I, I can appreciate that idea of having someone that knows your circumstances because there are those who are at the age of 65 and they really have no prescription costs. It's, it's, they, they've been very fortunate. And then there are those mm-hmm. who have complications, maybe, you know, rheumatoid arthritis and, and uh, you know, neuropathy and other things that can be 1500 2000 a month uh, at, min- at minimum. For prescription costs. Absolutely. So depending upon Absolutely. your health needs, you would then sign up for um, a, an insurance plan that would give you the best coverage for your individual financial and uh, medical needs. And now Medicare um, D, is that something that always needs to be purchased through a, another company or is it can it be signed up directly through the, the government? It is okay. always through a an, um, a private health insurance company, all right? And there is, I want to say, 29 different Part D prescription drug plans in the state of Utah wow. uh, for 2021. They, they start at $7.30 a month, and they go up from there. And, you know, the plan that you need for a Part D prescription drug plan is varies on what you're taking. If you're not taking any prescription drugs, get on the seven dollar and thirty cent one. It's not going to cost you very much, and it will make it so you will avoid a late enrollment penalty in Part D later on when you need it. Even if Joe Namath says that you need a higher cost one, 
Yes, whatever. <laughs> then, okay. And I mean, and then there's another way you can get your Part D prescription drug benefits, and that's through a Medicare Advantage plan, which is Part C. And tell us and about that. We part... have five minutes together, Chuck. Explain to us what Medicare Advantage is. Okay. Medicare Advantage, Part C, is where a private health insurance company um, will combine Part A, Part B, and prescription drug benefits usually into one prescription, one into one medical plan, similar to what you've had with an employer, except generally there's a no deductible or a very low deductible. And so you have what's called first dollar coverage. Um, with Part B, you have $198 deductible this year. So when you go to the doctor's office the first time, you're paying the whole thing. Uh, with a Medicare Advantage plan, you don't have a deductible. So you have a copay. So you might pay $0 for a primary care physician or $40 for a specialist. But it's first dollar benefit, and you just walk in, you pay your copay, just like you have with your employer plan. And so it's very familiar, and it makes you feel, you know, somewhat comfortable. And um, and it appears it, to be co- it, coordinated as well. Absolutely. I mean, you know, everything just kind of works together with the Medicare Advantage plan. You have copays. You have coinsurance for certain things, such as durable medical equipment, that's, you know, crutches, wheelchairs, oxygen. You have um, an out-of-pocket maximum. We call it a MOOP, a maximum out-of-pocket, which is the most an individual will pay during a given year for their medical expenses. And so that's kind of a stop loss where an individual says, well, what if I have a catastrophic year and I'm in the hospital multiple times and I'm in skilled nursing facility for a long time and Mm -hmm. I've got all these expenses? Well, that kind of is your protection against having a major, major expense. And, and, you know, and it just works. Now, is a Medicare Advantage plan the perfect plan for everybody? Absolutely not. There are people that have chronic conditions. They need to look at doing a Medicare supplement or a Medigap plan, as it's called. And that helps pay what original Medicare doesn't pay, and but you pay a monthly premium that's much higher than what you'll be paying with a Medicare Advantage plan. Mm. Just hearing that. So it's all confusing. Yeah, there's a, there, well, there's a lot, and, and, and it is confusing. But, you know, with some perspective, you think about just how different everybody's uh, pocketbook is, their, their health needs. Um, we have individuals, uh, you know, I can't remember the stats, but it used to be like 60% of women over the age of 60 were widow or single. Widower, you know, or single, and 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 so you know we're 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 talking about so many different situations. So that to oh. me, it, 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 at some point, kind of explains why we're seeing so much on the marketplace, so much to choose from when it comes to advantage or supplements or gaps or uh, A, B, C, and D and Medicare. So most importantly, is for us to realize that we're in a window of enrollment right now that lasts. And did you say till December seventh? December 7th, and it's important, okay? I cannot stress enough. Speak to your representative, your licensed 
insurance agent that does Medicare insurance. Medicare is a completely different beast than every other type of insurance. Um, we have unique a unique uh, perspective in Utah in that we have, especially in northern Utah, we have a large number of federal retirees. They have a federal retiree benefit that can be fantastic. But if they don't realize which plan they should be on and how that can how that works with Medicare and what their options are with Medicare Advantage, they're missing out on benefits that they could have. There's, I mean, TRICARE for Life, those are retired military people. These are the people that have, you know, many sure. times been on the front lines. They have been, they put 20 years into serving us in the military. And they have TRICARE for Life. And it's a fantastic benefit. They've earned it. They deserve it. But once again, if all they have is Medicare Part A, Part B, and TRICARE for Life, they're missing out. They may be missing out on some benefits that are available. There's a couple of plans in the state of Utah that are specifically for TRICARE for Life members. They give them additional benefits without additional cost. Now, Chuck, as we wrap up, for those who are still, their minds are reeling like, okay, I'm approaching 60, or all right, I've got a an, uh, an elderly parent and I need to make sure he or she is signed up correctly. If they choose to reach out to you to get your advice um, through your services, what is the best way to reach you? Again, this is Chuck Moore. He's <clears throat> the owner of Intermountain Senior Solutions. Well, the absolute best way to reach me is call me on my, just call me 801-698-3625. I'm available, you know, whatever hours I'm in a lot of appointments, leave me a voicemail. I will call you back. You can text me. Um, you can go on my Facebook page and it's Intermountain Senior Solutions. Um, and I'll respond from there. You can message me. Uh, but you know, the biggest thing is reach out and let me help you because that's what I do. Well, Chuck Moore, thank you for helping explain something that is complex and and uh, un- for us to understand the need, too, to gain greater understanding as we approach the age of 65. Uh, and uh, this might be the bell ringing year for, for a lot of us as well. Chuck Moore of Intermountain <laughs> Senior Solutions, thank you for your expertise and for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. Well, thank you very much. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.